0: We are the real watchers glimmer. Let us stand for the champion. We push ourselves to the bathroom. The champions, the champions, we are the champions. Remember the 80s aerobic trend? Yeah, the times have changed a little. Hi, I'm Samaksh, along with my buddy Anirudh, Welcome to Startup Sutra.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Startup Sutra. For this episode, we're going to focus on how the pandemic boosted the fitness at home industry. So let's look at some interesting facts in this space. Number one, fitness apps across the country saw 400% bump in user base in 2020. Another interesting fact, the sale of yoga mats increased by 700% in the lockdown. Similarly, The sale of interlocking and multipurpose mats, which we see in gyms and homes across the world, saw 80 to 100% growth in revenue in 2020. Similarly, like everybody knows, the sale of bicycles was also bumped. We saw a jump of 500% in the sales of bicycles in the pandemic. If you look at the biggest players in the industry, every single one of them witnessed a bump in their revenue. Case in point, If you look at Decathlon, it witnessed 220% growth in the demand for fitness products like cycling products, cardio products, yoga mats, and other running products. Similarly, they also saw about a growth rate of 141% in products like gym benches and dumbbells. Another interesting fact, Amazon Fashion created a dedicated campaign called Stay Fit at Home, which was focused on selling athletic wear and athleisure in the indian market so without further ado let's move to the first idea what do you have for us Uh,
0: let me start by just saying that if 15 years ago we would have talked about at home fitness the people would have just told us go for yoga that is our heritage or they would have told us go for some push-ups or crunches because that makes you much fitter And what did you think about the clothes that we chose for playing outside or going for an exercise? The worst t-shirt that you had and the comfy shorts, right? But today for at home fitness, we have dedicated categories for equipment, gadgets and athleisure. Before we talk about the business, let us realize one thing that every business today has had two phases. One is pre-pandemic and the other one is with pandemic and post that. So while the whole apparel industry was going down, this athletics apparel and the athleisure market just went up. What is athleisure in the end? So it is both casual and comfy clothing that we wear for exercises or for everyday things that we do. And why did the sale bump up? Because people were looking at more fashionable things to wear while they were working and also they wanted to go for a run or they wanted to just stay trendy for the whole day while sitting at their homes. And let me tell you about a very interesting fact. There was a research in which people were asked if you were given a choice with a job with same pay and one job allows you to wear the casual things that now you are wearing and the other job allows you to wear the formals, which one would you choose? 70% people chose casual wear jobs. And now, whenever we talk about sports wear or athletic wear, we come to brands like Nike, Puma, and in India, sometimes Reebok. And uh, nowadays, we are also talking about Decathlon. But that is just not it. And the market is really huge. The whole at-leisure market is about $300 billion. And in this pandemic, two companies made something different. So let us talk about the first company that we have, which is called Lululemon. So Lululemon is a Canadian company and people might have heard about it because it's been there uh, in the scene for the past 23 years and their products are so durable. They work very heavily on the influencer marketing thing and the products that they have are one of the best in the segment. Right now they are worth over $53 billion And let me tell you one thing that this whole growth thing came about in the pandemic. If we compare their value since in year ago, Lululemon was worth $40 billion. And now they have grown $13 billion. And just in the one year of pandemic alone. In COVID, what happened was because the industry was changing and the retail stores were shutting down due to the safety concerns. Their retail sales dropped about 36%. But what held them up? was this whole influencer thing that they were managing and their digital sales doubled. And that is why this whole value increase was there. Another company that made its mark is the US company called Gymshark. They started in 2011 with just a website. And then when a lot of people signed up, they worked on the drop shipment model where they did not manufacture anything. They just delivered product that were manufactured at places near them and the places were manufacturing products that they thought were a fit for the people so these people realized that all the current clothes that we have for these workouts are those baggy clothes those baggy vests that we have and they do not fit and they do not look well also then they specialized in this and they created a stylized section for men's in the beginning and now they have also entered into female gear since 2016. In COVID, they focused on influencer sales model. So basically, uh, Jim uh, Jim Shark does all its sales digitally. They have not entered the uh, uh, the retail model, and they will be entering it. I saw in one of the interviews by their CEO, what they did was in 2020 their sales were increasing due to uh, the whole influencer scene that they were having. They just raised 200 million dollars and became a unicorn. And since last year, because their focus is on the digital sales, their sales have been booming. This brings us to the opportunity in the market. So there is this big gap in the market. Like you just said that Amazon launched its own home fitness category, Mintra, and a company called American Eagle. All these companies are also entering into athleisure, but then there has been this problem with the athleisure market that the project your body to be of a certain body type and this market has not been very inclusive of all the body types. This is where the gap is and I really feel that one company would come up that would focus on the other body sizes too and that market would be huge and this is supported by the fact that the whole athleisure sales that we are seeing 70% of them is mass market sales that people like us are using
1: yeah this is a very interesting market and it took up a lot of steam in the last one year due to the pandemic as more and more people started investing in athleisure and athletic wear while you mentioned that lululemon's valuation currently stands at 53 billion dollars and one year ago it was at 40 billion dollars it's not just because of yoga pants that they've been selling there are a lot of other investments that they've made they've made a lot of high profile acquisitions So let's move on to the second section where we'll discuss this. So for this section, we'll be focusing on tech products that have come up in the fitness at home industry. So the first one is called Peloton. So Peloton is basically an internet connected stationary bicycle, the bicycles that you see in gyms and at homes as well. And they also have treadmills now that enable monthly subscribers to remotely participate in classes via online streaming. So they have a monthly membership where they charge $39 per month. They currently have about 1.4 million subscribers signed up for their programs. This is a public company. Now in 2020, this company generated over $1.8 billion in revenue. They made $71 million in profit. And the current market cap of this company stands at about $25.8 billion this can be considered as something of an apple for the fitness industry as they have a very closed close ecosystem where you cannot access their devices without getting onto different membership programs that they have. And this is probably one of the biggest criticisms of this company as well. A lot of news articles came up in the last one year when there were instances where people were not able to access their treadmills because their subscriptions had expired. So what the company did was they, through their software, they stopped those machines and people could not access those machines. So that is one criticism. However, the pace at which this company is growing is insane. And there is a lot of future potential in this industry. Another company that was acquired recently by Lululemon is called Mirror. And Mirror is basically a smart mirror device. So they are basically a connected fitness system that streams live and on-demand classes for users in their homes using a smart mirror this company had raised about 74.8 million dollars in funding and was sold to lululemon in 2020 for 500 million dollars similarly you have another company called tonal which is also a smart home gym that uses ai and coaching to provide strength training this company is backed by amazon it recently raised 250 million dollars in early 2021 at a valuation of $1.6 billion, bringing its total funding raise to 450 million. Another interesting fact, this company witnessed a growth of 800% in user subscribers in the last one year. So a lot of innovative tech products are coming into the market. It's not that the Indian market is completely untouched by these devices. There are a lot of companies that are popping up in India as well. For example, there is a company called SyncFit, which is an Indian version or an Indian clone for the same peloton bicycles that we talked about. So a lot of these products are entering the Indian market as well. But since it is a nascent market right now, there is a lot of opportunity for other players who can, who can bring in different kinds of technology and products into the space.
0: I just looked at all of these ideas and the idea of just working in front of a mirror looks like that you are actually in that particular place and it is much better than working out on zoom where you cannot see your trainer at a large screen it sounds amazing so let us move on to our next idea we have talked about these amazing tech devices but we should not forget the very simple but sleek ones we all have those dumbbells these rods and these benches at home that we use to work out at at our places But what we often do is that we add that body weight to make the workout a little more complex. There was a company on Shark Tank called Bala Bangles and what they were selling was a very simple yet very good looking product with the same theme. They were having these one pound wristbands and they were just focusing on making them very fashionable and they just added a complexity to your workout this company was very popular this before when they were coming to shark tank and they raised 900,000 from shark tank at a valuation of three million dollars the product was so popular in that particular year when they came on shark tank they did two million dollars of sales but post shark tank the whole thing changed do you know how much sales did they do just the next year after they were incubated from uh after they got funding from the shark tank i'm pretty sure
1: that shark tank would have given them a big bump and uh, combined with the pandemic i think it would have been probably double or triple maybe
0: they did 10x the sales next year they did 20 million dollars in sales the next year and this idea has been so popular around the world that the companies that make these uh, these weighted bands have come up all over the place in india itself There are at least half a dozen makers of these fashionable bangles that we have, these weighted bangles. And there has been a very new and innovative idea that has popped up in Indian market too. Because if we are not the innovators, we are very reactive. There are weighted sleeves that have come up in the market. These are for your arms, for your legs, to make your workout much more more complex. And they are more comfortable than these bangles in which the weight is basically at a certain point. These sleeves distribute the weight throughout your arm. So this idea has come up in India. Another idea that was uh, in Shark Tank was a weighted rubber pipe, kind of a cylindrical product, and that simulated the experience of these firefighters when they have that water going off from the hose. So this company was called Fitfighter, and they raised two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for twenty-five percent of the company, which values their company at one million dollars. Initially, this company was just working on these institutional sales where uh, they were training military personnel, the firefighters or the policemen because this thing simulated their training very well other than the gym equipments. And this idea has been very popular since then. And these kind of products are also popping up in the market. So which tells us that innovative products in this non-tech category, even when people are launching them in the D2C market have been very popular and new products might come up very, very soon.
1: Yeah, this makes sense. While launching a tech product, it might take a lot of technical expertise, know-how as well as investment. If anybody wants to start a simple business which gives a decent amount of revenue and a decent amount of profits on a regular basis, I think you can pick up one of these non-tech products in the fitness space and build a business for yourself in India right now. So let's move on to the last section of this episode, which brings me to my favorite idea in this episode. So for this segment, we are going to focus on different apps and virtual class platforms that have popped up, especially in the pandemic. And one of the most interesting ones that I saw is called my yoga teacher. What this company does is very, very simple. It connects yogis in the United States with expert instructors based out of India. So if you look at yoga, it has gained a lot of momentum and a lot of popularity across the globe because of which 35 million users in us today do yoga on a regular basis. That is almost one tenth of the population of the country. Similarly, if you look at other countries like Australia or Great Britain or Germany, They have a significant population that is practicing yoga on a daily basis. And as everybody knows, yoga is a product of India. And this is the selling point that this company, my yoga teacher is using to attract users by telling that that we have expert instructors who are from India and they have a lot of training and experience in the yoga uh, industry. This company was started by Jitendra Gupta. He is a serial entrepreneur and he recently sold his company, which is a restaurant loyalty program called punch, which was sold to Par technology for $500 million in April of 2021. This guy launched my yoga teacher in 2018 as a side hustle. And it recently raised $3 million in funding in June of 2021. They have about 120 experts who are based out of India and they provide these online classes. It can either be a one-on-one class or a group class. And as I mentioned, there is a huge market in the United States itself for this business to cater. However, if somebody wants to do the same business today, you can very simply target other markets across the globe. Case in point, you can target European market or you can target the Australian market and you can create a very similar business. And one of the best things that I like in this business is the labor arbitrage. So there is, as everybody knows, a significant difference in the purchasing power of the consumers from different markets. So you can simply hire a good yoga instructor for about 35 to 40,000 in India, which is exactly what my yoga teacher is doing. And then you can sell those services in dollar terms and you can make upwards of Three to four lakhs per instructor if you sell the services to any western country so this is probably one of my favorite ideas from this episode and if somebody wants to start this please get in touch with me i would love to help you out moving on there are a few other apps that have also come up there's one called Bim, which is revolutionizing home workouts by enabling friends communities and different coaches to remotely work out together using Zoom multi user videos. And the last idea for this segment is called Talent Hack. And it is basically building softwares or tools for fitness and wellness professionals so that they can conduct their businesses online. So, because of the pandemic, since most of the gyms and uh, studios were shut down, Talent Hack came up with different tools and softwares that enabled those fitness uh, experts, those coaches to simply streamline their business and take it online. So consider it to be somewhat of a CRM or an ERP tool for the fitness industry. This company raised $4.7 million seed funding in early 2021 and is witnessing a huge growth in their subscribers. They currently have more than 50,000 fitness professionals signed up on their platforms and they are conducting classes for their customers through Talent Hack.
0: In this episode, we discussed Athleisure Brands Making Billions Smart Cycles, Mirror and Other Fitness Tech Gadgets Weighted Bracelets and Non-Tech Fitness Equipment On-Demand Yoga Classes and SaaS Tool for Fitness Coaches Thank you for listening and do follow the podcast.